John, you're hosting, so that's the cue to you. Oh, I thought you were going to go straight into your story about Anamanaguchi. But you're still hosting. Okay. So, hi, I'm the host, and Sean's going to talk about Anamanaguchi. <laughs> I'm going to eat my, my late supper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to Anamanaguchi on the weekend, and it was great, and I have, can't stop talking about it. You literally just, just stopped just talking stopped. about it. <laughs> I didn't, well, not, I, well, to be fair, I was talking about it before we started to both of you individually. <laughs> so the concert was awesome. Uh, reignited, they're still my favorite band. Um, that part where they played Meow, everyone went crazy, which y- who, you could see that coming, obviously. And... Uh, also, when they played Over Arrow, the crowd went crazy. What was really cool is, so they don't really have lyrics for the majority of their songs, but the fans were so into it, they were, like, singing the notes, basically. Which, you know, kind of lame sounding, but it's just like, these guys are just so into it, this is pretty cool. And they're just, like, yelling the notes and, like, the doot-doots and, you know, whatever. You know, they they play chiptune music. If you guys don't know Anamanaguchi, you know, listeners out there, you gotta go look them up because they're great. And John, you were saying how they're probably not going to start until midnight at the eight o'clock concert. They, were they started close. around uh, like nine thirty ten. I got out by eleven thirty. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, like it was not that, as late. That's as... a lot better than the show I went to. Whatever. It's not like late nights are bad. Like who cares? Although it was a work day the next day, but whatever. You just go in a little late. It was fun. I want to see them live again. It was a pretty great concert. This is the top-down perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am the host, apparently. I'm John. And I am joined by regular Sean. Hey. Yep. And Paul. Not so regular, Paul. Irregular, right. even. Ir- irregular? Irregular. <laughs> need, need a bit more fiber in the diet for the stream. Well, I'm drinking coffee for a reason. This has already gone horribly for a start. Yeah, oh, what is it like? Oh, that, forever, that's your introduction. That hi, is your everybody. First impression. Actually, no, I've been here Paul, before. Paul is that's the fiber true. man. The fiber man. Uh, yeah, he'll clean you right out. Oh, God. <laughs> we are really he'll just taking out. this straight down. He'll clean out that colon. Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> No, I will not. <laughs> no, I will not. Hi, everybody. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's just start over. Again. All, right. All right. I went <laughs> Hi, to this Anamaguchi concert, and <laughs> uh, I I am at a different location. I'm on a different computer. Uh, I am at my sister's place. You will randomly hear dogs and cats while I'm podcasting. So, just a warning on that. Cool. But h- how about we get to things and we learn. Paul, what have you been playing this week? Okay. Do you want them in chronological order or what and I'm most happy with? Whatever feels good, man. Okay. Well, I started Dark Souls 2 again, New Game Plus. And, uh, man, <laughs> that game. Like, when you start that game the first time, you're just kind of in an empty field sort of thing after a long cutscene and blah, blah, blah. And then you run to another cutscene and then, like, the game starts. This time, when they put you back in that field, there's, like, archers and stuff, so I just died instantly because I had no idea what the hell I was doing. So that 
set a precedent, I think, that New Game Plus is going to be even harder than it was before. That's probably what you're wanting, right? It is kind of, yeah, because, like, my guy's a level 120 right now, so I'm trying to, like, it, it finally Wait. feels hard again. What's what's the level cap? I'm honestly not sure. A soul level is anytime you spend souls to get, like, a level in a stat, so every one stat is essentially a level. Okay. Yeah, so it's I like if I you have if you add like one strength or something, you went up one level. So I've spent 120 stat points essentially. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that was more than I expected. <laughs> so but, what you're um, saying is you've played this game a lot. Uh no, only about 20 hours. Really? Which is already yeah. you're in new game plus? Yeah, it's it's Maybe like Maybe he's just better at games than you are. <laughs> oh, like... clearly. It's uh, I, don't, boss, I don't know. I haven't played them. It's boss rush mode, the game. So like one boss, it's one of those games that's like this one boss is really hard for what I've built my character to be good at. So I'm just gonna spend like five hours on this boss and then breeze through everything else, sort of thing. So, but um, yeah, I love those games. It's probably the easiest one though, out of all three of them. So there's that. So for someone who hasn't gotten into the series at all, like me, do you think I should start with two, or should I attempt to start with Demon Souls? I would say you or, should try... Or just go play Blow. <laughs> or go what? Go play Blow. Cappy's new game that's like 2D Dark Souls. Oh, sure. okay. Uh, I would say start with Demon Souls, because I like that game better than both of the Dark Souls games. But, really? but it's the hardest one? It's the hardest one, though. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> oh, great. Start me off with the worst one. Thanks a lot. No, the best one, but the okay, hardest the, one. <laughs> the best, hardest, worst one. Take your pick, really. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that game continues to be a bitch goddess that I will one day conquer again. So there's that. I started Murdered Soul Suspect, though. Okay. And I would just like to say thank you for buying that. <laughs> I figured in that's fact, what that you know tweet what, John? was in review. John, I want to say thank you as well. If you could, If the two of you could just continue to buy everything <laughs> on my wish list... I, that'd be really great. So like what, you're is, already, what, is, what is left on your wish list at this point? Uh, Audio Surf 2. You should pick that up. Uh, jazz Punk. No, you, no, I think you already bought that, didn't you? Yeah, I've got Jazz Punk. <laughs> yeah, you got Jazz Punk, so that's already gotten. Uh, the Novelist, if you could grab that. I really want to play uh, Where Is My Heart. Um, I can just like send you the list or just wait because it's literally gotten to the point where I will come home from work, check the activity, and be like, well, there's another one. You're, Great. You're welcome. So far, you guys have bought me Banner <laughs> Saga, Local Cycle, Murdered Soul Suspect. Oh, there was definitely more. Hang on. I don't, let me let me open up Steam. Well, I know who I'm kicking off my share list tonight. Pro probably a good <laughs> idea at this point. You're the reason we can't have nice things, Sean. No, it's no, it's I'm. It's not affecting you at all. This is great. It's not yeah, affecting me really at all because I can't play anything while I'm here. Yeah. Good. That's even better for me. <laughs> I brought I brought a controller so I could try playing something while I'm here. That's about it. Get me off. The All I'm saying ends. is, John, you're a professional game buyer. Yes. And yes. I love that about you. So <laughs> you could just call it what it really is collecting. But I guess we'll use the break it down a bit. Yeah. So it's great. Um, I can't wait to start Banner Saga. I can't wait. But you were going to actually talk about Murder Soul Suspect as opposed to me just say I'm excited that I have access to it. Yeah, so um, 
that game doesn't feel as good as I was kind of hoping it would, but it's kind of just cool. So it's Did you play Ghost Trick? It is Ghost Trick. <laughs> so Yeah, that's that's what we always thought. So you have played it? I've played a little bit of it, but I've never owned it. I just played it on okay. somebody's system. Like you're gonna have to play through that if you want to be on the top down perspective. Okay. That's just how it goes. <laughs> okay. As <laughs> soon as I find a copy already, of we it. just started. <laughs> well, no, he has a chance. He just has to play through all of it by next episode. So right. Oh my god, that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> by <laughs> next episode. <laughs> I have a few no, days but yeah, we show. always thought it just seemed like you know realistic ghost trick. It it essentially is, yeah. Um, what I I don't know what it is though. The intro, I just love something about how they set up the character where the very first thing that happens is your character dies, right? Because you're a ghost, you're ghost detective. So the intro, like title screen or whatever, is him falling out a window, and then when he dies they set up his backstory of like would you say you're almost a phantom detective oh my god i would say you are a phantom detective <laughs> you should play ghost trick <laughs> yeah this sounds like it might be the game for you but you said you don't like horror games right because there's some scary demons in this game you might not yeah, be yeah ghost for. trick is a lovable game about being murdered so <laughs> as all games should be really exactly right mhm but um ghost trick is a lovable game about like possessing a fan yeah and then like like crane (laughs) you don't really do that it's just geist really you don't do that in murdered soul suspect really you possess people like you can read their minds and influence their thoughts while they're like talking to other people and stuff but you don't necessarily possess like a cup and then throw it across the room or a fan or a television or anything like that even though there are televisions right at the beginning of the game that you can kind of make go fuzzy there's an achievement. I also, for that. I also understand there are ghost boilers. There are ghost boilers that unlock kind of like a side story to the building you're in right at the beginning. You have to collect right. five you of just, them. You just uncover like boilers in weird it's spots. It's so dumb. It is the stupidest thing, but I'm I have to collect one more and then I'll see why I'm collecting <laughs> boilers. But I have a feeling this building is messed up. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I'm enjoying that so far. I don't think it's worth the money they're selling it for, though. I got it on sale. You got it on sale. Yeah. Well, how much so did you pay I feel for on okay. the sale? 30. And I feel okay with that. All right. Okay. Yeah. So I feel okay for a $30 price tag. I don't think there's much more to this game other than maybe a badass story. I'm hoping. Because if there isn't, I feel like I might have seen everything the game has to offer for the next couple hours. And I understand the biggest complaint is like the stealth, like ghost fighting sucks. It's so bad, <laughs> but uh, it's, I don't know. It's basically like almost like a weird ghost splinter cell where you have to stealthily take things out. Otherwise you just die. Like they just, the demons kill you. They rip your soul out of your soul or wait, something. Wait, what? Right. Yeah, I know. That's where like the exhibit picture would pop up or something, but they like eat your soul. But it's, it's like a Harry Potter, like, sucking it out of your face kind of thing, right? I've never seen Harry Potter, but yes. Okay. So, there's that, I guess. I was hoping it'd be like the second Indiana Jones movie, where they just reach inside your heart, or in your chest, and rip out your heart. Kalima. 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 <laughs> no, but really, the demons are terrifying. But yeah, Murdered Soul Suspects, uh, an alright buy, I guess, for $30. I'm enjoying that. Uh, cool. I'm excited to play it. I played Nosgoth. <laughs> That's not a word. That is a place. Legacy of Cain. Do you, either of you... I've heard about this. I just never played Legacy of Cain. Okay, so... I, I will get you used to three words you, or like a, a phrase you will always hear me say. 
I have something from that series, but I've not played it. <laughs> Get used to that phrase, Paul. Get used to that a lot. To be fair, I've known this a long time about you. <laughs> um, Nosgoth is the Legacy of Kane MOBA that has nothing to do with Legacy of Kane. Okay, well, you're a MOBA fan. I am a MOBA fan. I love them. All right. This one is uh, feels a un- little unbalanced, and it's always funner to play as a vampire because... The humans are weak, they have weapons, they can be, like, fucked with really easily, so their way of surviving in this world is by all kind of clumping together and sticking together and trying to work as a team. The vampires are just badasses, and they can just kill you. <laughs> like, they can run in and just, like, start ripping people apart sort of thing. So Wait, why would anyone want to be a human, then? There, I think there's more of a team aspect if you play as a human, because I was playing last night, and... I was obviously in a team full of new people as well as myself, and we faced a team of people that I think all either knew each other or had played this game a lot. Like the matchmaking is completely unbalanced and it's just garbage right now. So we you said you and the doc here you have it as the beta is the, is that all that's out then I guess yeah it's in uh, okay. I think a closed beta right now or an open beta okay. I'm not really sure but <laughs> <laughs> something like that, um, but. The way that it goes is that there's two rounds. Like, each round, there's back and forth. One team will play as the humans, and then they'll switch, and they'll play as the vampires. When we were playing as the humans, we lost, like, 30 to 2 kills or something ridiculous. As soon as we went to vampires, we almost beat them, but we still got eked out, like, a good... I think it was 20 to 25 or something like that, so they got five more kills upon us. And I think that was where I was just like, okay, so these are a little unbalanced right now because a team full of noobs that sucked as one faction were able to basically almost be competent with another. So I don't know what that's all about, but it's a MOBA (laughs) in the end, I guess. It plays fine. It looks good. I don't know what else. I'm going to just derail this for a second. Yep, go ahead. John, I... I like to think that the place you're in, like your new background, yeah. that was the that was like the backdrop the entire time. You just had a wall of games in front of it, and you just like moved them. Yeah, I, I like got the all idea. these like actually working lights put in here and stuff like that. <clears throat> I like this Staircase. idea that it wasn't even a wall of games; it was just like a backdrop, like a piece of paper <laughs> printed like to I, look like a wall of games. It, I'm actually just like recording from a photography studio. Right. Exactly. From your studio yeah, in downtown. New backdrop every every week. Yeah. <laughs> Change a new backdrop every week. Sadly, All right, you have one more game here, and it'll transition nicely into John. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played a whole <clears throat> bunch of Shovel Knight today. All right. I didn't back it. I, I, did, I didn't either. I don't back any Kickstarters, though. This would have been one I would have considered, but it is very good, and I feel like... Something that took away from it for me is that I felt like I should be playing it with a brick controller. I was playing it with the uh, Xbox D-pad and stuff like that. So it's it's funny because if you go into like the controller setting mode, they basically mm-hmm. show you an outline of an NES gamepad. Yeah, because it's only two buttons. Like literally, <laughs> it's jump and attack. Yeah, uh, although eventually you realize you need menu too, so that's why uh, yeah. I've been playing it on the 3DS. So I have like the X button, which the D-pad on the 3DS is actually really good for this. Mm-hmm. Why don't you guys describe Shovel Knight? Mega Man Castlevania. <laughs> I with, don't know. With, with some DuckTales. Definitely <clears throat> DuckTales. Yep. Your character, 
Yeah, you're you are a shovel knight, which means you're just a knight who fights with a shovel. Um, you can pogo jump with a shovel, <laughs> like, like you do. Yeah, you know, it's a normal thing. Farmers eventually become shovel knights. Fire Emblem taught me that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. You you dig. Right. You can like dig dirt, and you can get like jewels out of the ground. You fight enemies with your shovel. There's a bunch of different bosses, which are basically where the Mega Man part comes in. Because it's like, oh, here's King Knight, here's uh, Spectre Knight. I felt the jumping felt very Mega Man-ish as well, though. Yeah, and the, the knockback is very Castlevania-ish. It, yep, for sure. Surprisingly more forgiving, though, than those so games. So what you're saying is there's no creativity to this game whatsoever. I mean, kind of, they just, but they took they just the best parts off a of bunch of other stuff, games. So <clears throat> there's that. It I rips guess. them off well, if that matters, too. Well, yeah, that's what I was saying, is that no creativity, but it took the best stuff of great stuff, so... Also, yay. do you like do you like Vert, the, the chiptune artist Vert? Yep. I don't know Vert. Uh, he did... Oh, God, what's he done? He did a bunch of stuff for Way Forward. He did uh, Contra 4. I'm trying to think of what else he would be best known for, but he does the entire soundtrack for this game. It's really good. Yep. Do you know the chiptune artist Anamanaguchi? No, never heard of him. Why don't you tell no. us everything about it? <laughs> How about, did you tell I'm the concert, concert this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to eat supper. Have a good time, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm out here, too. See ya. <laughs> no, Shovel Knight looks cool. Did, didn't it come out, like, today? Yeah, yeah. I, I was lucky enough that uh, I got an early copy, so I've been playing for about a week. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. I, but I've been playing... Are you, are you, like, doing something with it? Is that why you got a copy, or are you just... Sort of, yeah. I have, I'm practicing okay. for an event coming up in a couple weeks, and Shovel Knight's one of the games I have to practice. Okay. So, okay. Uh, but I. So you're saying there was like a bunch of people in this event got early copies? Uh, no, I just happened that a friend got an early copy, and I just played his copy, and then he was just like, "Oh, okay." Gave me a code for it. So, cool, but, cool. So I've been playing that a bunch. I haven't finished it because it's not too long of a game. I'm. I think I've got two nights left to fight at this point. Yeah. Yep. And I've been playing on and off for probably like four or five hours. So most people are saying it's about a five-hour game, six hours, depending on how good you are at old platforming games. Wait, so you're playing this on the 3DS? Yep. I could have sworn Steam told me you bought it. I bought it. I think both of you bought it. No, I bought it too, because I have to practice the PC version. Oh. Because that's the actual version. I remember, I saw that, and I was oh, that was another one that I wanted, and I was like, perfect, this is great. Yeah, so, so I've, got it on, I've got it on this, and I've got it on PC, because I also might stream it once I'm feeling 100% again. Yeah, it's good. Can't you stream 3DS games now? Yeah, but uh, not digital ones, because they're locked to my actual 3DS. Oh. Uh. I don't know what that means. Uh, I have a modded 3DS to do streaming. Oh, okay. I thought it was just like a, a, an attachment or something. Uh, Isn't it just magic? Don't you just like magic it onto the TV? Yes. I thought that's how it works. I just wrap it in cords and eventually it just like connects. <laughs> yeah, don't you just throw like an Ethernet cable and an HDMI cable at the 3DS? You did it. They you just... figured it out. And then money just comes into your mailbox, right? Exactly. Isn't that how it works? Exactly. Okay. No, so any, any any digital games I can't stream, so I couldn't stream that version of Shovel Knight. But any like actual card-based games I can, such as Tomodachi Life, which I've been playing one on board because I didn't bring any of my other games because I'm an idiot. Okay. Yay! <laughs> so you still haven't followed Tomodachi Life, I see. Yay! Yeah, no, I'm I'm really burnt out on that game. I'll, yeah. I'll go. Stop, stop I, playing it. I'll jump in. I, I need to bring other things. I actually remember this time. I've got a couple of them here now to play. But that's uh, that's the upside of having a bunch of digital games is they're always with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, that's the thing. I'm trying to send one of my guys to space so then I can say I've actually done everything. And then I can stop Great. coming out you how, how close are you? I've got 4,000. Can't you only give them money whenever, once they level up so you only have like 10 chances? Oh, no, they can just keep leveling up constantly. I think my main me is at like level 17. Oh, I thought it... Okay. I thought it was like level 10 for the happiness. I don't know why I thought that. Nope, keeps going. Someone must have told me. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, but after that, I've been doing some playing around with Super Ultra Dead Rising 3 Arcade Edition EX Plus Alpha. Oh, yeah, man. you missed a spot. You took it off. I don't know why. Uh, dash? <laughs> oh, my bad. I forgot the dash, even though they don't say it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's in that logo, and it's important. Maybe they should say it. That'd be great. Just add <laughs> one more word in there. Why not? That's the DLC for it. Do you, Do we know if this is actually longer than the Persona fighting thing? Yeah, I can believe or... that. I can totally because that one that's because that's the other one, right? It, that has the super crazy name like this. Yeah, that. But to be fair, Capcom should always have like the <laughs> longest game title ever. That should, that's true, that should be a so. Capcom right. Are you mm. Are you looking up the name of it? I'm looking up the Persona one. Yeah, but no, I I've been playing this a bunch when I'm home. I've been really enjoying it. Uh, but it is very hard to get a four player game of that going. Why is that? I have heard I, that. I, yeah. No, it's just there's hmm. not enough people playing it, and hmm. uh, or I think everyone who was gonna play it like already got done with it in the first couple weeks it came out. So the most people I've had in a match so far has been two other people, but it might also be the way the matchmaking works because you pick what map out of the four you want to do, and right. then you and then you search or host, but people can only join when you're about to start a match. Like they can't join when you're in the middle of one. <sighs> I don't like that. That's not it's, good. It's pretty stiff. So really, if anything, it'd be in my best interest to find three other people to play with. But like I, locally? Yeah, but I don't... Well, you can't even play locally. Oh, you can't? Really? I, as far as I know of, I have not tried this. Okay. Uh, it might be two-player split-screen. I doubt that. Mm. I, ha I can check it. I have two controllers, but... I'm pretty, huh. I'm pretty sure that like multiplayer is online only. Hmm. So who's your favorite character? Um, I haven't unlocked everyone yet. Sigma was really good. So Power Stone? Power Stone? Power Stone was really good too, Edward Falcon. <laughs> Power Stone is just awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Ryu is pretty good. BB Hood is really good. Except for when you're fighting Akuma, then that fight sucks. I, I watched the quick look of this. This thing looks pretty crazy. It It's just a ridiculous arcade type game. It's really fun, but there's not enough maps. You kind of finish the four maps really fast. That's also I heard is it's kind of like boring. Yeah, so it's like it's fun. It's fun until you're done all the content, and then you're like, Ugh. like right now it's kind of a grind for me to unlock all the remaining costumes. Because but as a fan of all the things they're referencing, do you like appreciate it, or yeah. do you just wish it was a better game? I appreciate it for what it is. It's fun. It just needs more. But at the same time, it's ten only ten dollars. So for what it is, sure. it's really good. I okay, what would you have preferred? This. Or none of the references, and it's just like Dead Rising Three stuff, but it's just more fun. Wait, why? Why is it suddenly more fun? I don't, I'm just saying, like that's Dead like Dead Rising Three. No, know. no, I'm saying it's more Dead Rising Three. Like I'm just saying that's your trade off is you don't get the references, but you know they they fixed the things that you're are lacking. So I guess like more maps, more stuff to do. What would you have preferred? If it's still goofy fun, <clears throat> but didn't have the Capcom references, I think I'd kind of be okay with it still. But I think that's, okay. that's also part of the thing that kind of makes it enjoyable is just like, 
all right, now I'm going to fight a zombie. All right, Street Fighter music's playing. Why not? Or like, here comes Guile's theme, sure. and I have to fight two giant zombies with, like, a lightning gun. All right, sure. Yeah, the, re- the references seem like the big draw. Yeah, they kind of are. Yeah. Okay, well, cool. Is Tofu fun to play as? Uh, no, he Tofu is actually a negative power-up. Yeah, Tofu is <laughs> never fun to play as, dude. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. You you don't even get the knife that Tofu has in Resident Evil Two. Just... To be fair, and he, he when you played him in Resident Evil Two, you didn't use that knife. You just tried to run around everything. Otherwise, you were dead. That's also a good point. So, I don't think he even changes color like he does in Resident Evil Two, which also makes Lame. me sad. That was kind of what happened. I <laughs> that was it. That's the breaking point right there. That right there, they did it. But no, I it's really good. I still need to actually have a four-player match of that so I can at least get the remaining achievements on it. It's worth 500 achievement points, oddly enough. Yeah, well, I don't think they have limits anymore. So I've been, I've been like I've had a lot of downloadable games on uh, Xbox One that have just a thousand points. So weird. I, I, do, I believe they don't have limits. Well, ever since they started allowing apps to have achievements, it's it now it's just kind of like a mess. Yeah, fair enough. But no, it's it's like, fun if you have Dead Rising three and enjoyed it. I recommend it. Uh, maybe try to get it with a couple friends too, though. Uh, which leads me to my other Xbox One game I've been playing, meaning my Xbox One's actually been getting use. Killer Instinct. I've been using my Xbox One as well. It was surprisingly. Have you been playing Xbox One games or just like anything? Two two of my games are on the Xbox One. The third one was a like a launch title, but I played on the PC because mm. you bought it in Steam. Anyway, you were going to talk about Killer Instinct. Yeah. Uh, I'm practicing Killer Instinct for an event I'm going to in a couple weeks. I'm going to Iron Man of Gaming. So, this is the event from Shovel Knight you mentioned? Yeah. This is, I, have okay. to, I have to practice Shovel Knight, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, Burnout 3, Takedown, uh, Tetris Attack, uh, Nidhogg, and Killer Instinct. I was wondering why is you Tetris were playing Tetris Attack Nidhogg? the Japanese one? Sorry? Sean, what did you say? Oh, uh, is Tetris, Tetris Attack the Japanese one? Uh, yeah, that's <clears throat> Pokemon Puzzle League, Panel to Pond, whatever you want to call it. No, there's a Tetris one where you, you have like different characters and they have powers. Battle Gaiden or whatever. Oh, no, 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 it's not Battle Gaiden. It's, it, it's te- oh, okay. Tetris Attack is not Tetris. It's Planet Puzzle League, Pokemon Puzzle League, whatever you want to call right. it. It's the one where you got okay. the Match 3 game. Okay, Bejeweled. Right, uh, yep. <laughs> Close enough. We'll we'll roll with it. We'll roll with it. So yeah, that's that's why I was playing Nidhogg because I needed to practice because I am bad at Nidhogg. So yeah, I can see. Yeah, Nidhogg is weird. What a weird game. That's the worst part. Like they're they're having a tournament. It's like all right, you've got to like win a Nidhogg tournament. Like okay, this could go anywhere. Anyone could win this. Right. But the good thing is when they say you know here are the list of games, you can always say I have them. Right, yeah. Like, as opposed to someone like, oh crap, now I gotta go buy all these games I've never played before. For you, it's like, great, I have all these games I've never played before. Well, okay, out of that list of six, I've played, I've beaten Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. I've, okay. I've beaten Tetris Attack. I've, right. I've gotten like 75% of the way through Burnout 3. <clears throat> Shovel Knight, well, I couldn't until it came out. Uh, okay. Originally, Nidhogg was actually going to be Titanfall, which, yeah, I would have been fucked for. <laughs> wow. Well, you would, you would just go pick it up. What a what change, a- Titanfall to Nidhogg? <laughs> I know, like, what the hell? <laughs> wow, okay. 
I was like, oh man, I'll have like two weeks to practice when I get home, and then I look like the day before I get back from LA, and it's just like, oh, we changed the Nidhog. I'm like, oh, all right. You know, I think that I think Nidhog would be easier to like master. It's easy. It's definitely easier to set up. Yeah, that's true. But just because Titanfall, like, it's it's such a bigger game than Nidhog. Yeah, Nidhog is like there is like one mechanic. You just have to figure out how to throw that sword properly. Well, you can block that though. Or roll under it. Like, don't get me wrong. Nidhogg is deep in the fighting. I just feel like with Titanfall, it's like, you gotta know how to shoot. You gotta know how to double jump and wall run and ride Titans and not ride Titans. And Yeah, and I think it's, you need an online connection to play, which is why they probably took it out of the list. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. So you're not playing Nidhogg online, then? Um, I still have to try Wait, it doesn't even have online, does it? Yeah, Nidhogg has online. Oh, okay. I, practiced, I thought it was one of those, like, I, couch co-op games. Uh, it's both. I practiced against one of my friends since I got back, and I played it a bunch when I was at a friend's birthday party when in, in the States. And that's how I know I'm bad at that game, because I just got curb stomped. So, cool. yeah, I need to practice that. And Killer Instinct, which I've got... I understand the fundamentals of it now, which is... That game's got a lot more going for it than I thought it did. Okay. Who's your... Who's your... Who do you main... <laughs> Uh, so far, I've really only messed around with Jago. Hmm. I haven't looked at the tier list or anything. Uh, Jago is was was originally the free character, but now like they rotate the free character. Mm. Okay. Are you excited for season two? Kind of. I I looked at TJ Combo when I was at E3, and he looked interesting. But I don't know okay. how. I Do don't, you have any like attachment to Killer Instinct of lore? Uh, I I played the the SNES release many okay. many moons ago. And you probably own like every other release. The other one, yes. Got it. Called it. <laughs> so you're saying you own 100% of Killer Instinct? I don't have the Game Boy version, I don't think. Oh, okay. I, Soon, not yet. I, I literally have to check this now, because now that I've said it, I probably do have it. <laughs> Great. Is Killer Instinct the uh, one that relies on a lot of combos and combo breaking? Yep. Okay, yeah. How does that? Pl- how does that, like, play? How does that feel? Because I don't usually, like, having a combo break in games wait isn't it the game that like shouts combo breaker yeah that's where that's from it's killer instinct yeah right so in in the new one i don't know how it is in the old one in the new one uh when someone's doing a combo if you hit the two the punch and kick button that corresponds to the strength of the attack they're doing you counter it okay but if you time it wrong or if you pick the wrong strength you get put into a lockout state which means for three seconds they can do whatever the hell they want you can't counter do you just have to know what the tells are for the different like strength of punch or kick or whatever, or yeah, is there something exactly. that's apparent? Okay. You have to like see the punch when it's coming in. Like, oh, okay, that's that's the a light punch. So if I hit light counter, I'll counter break or combo breaker. Okay. But they can counter breaker if they time it correctly. So they right. know you're gonna yeah. So like instead of screaming combo breaker, they do like counter breaker, and then the guy just continues comboing anyways. Okay. Are you? Like, are you good at that, or is that what you're practicing right now? That's all the... I'm practicing the combos and stuff like that. And I'm going to try out to see what character, like, feels best for me. Yeah. I, I, I fought one of my friends here in town, and uh, Jago, Glacius, and Orchid were doing the best for me, but everyone I've talked to was like, yeah, Orchid's actually the worst in the game, so maybe don't <laughs> use her. Okay. Why is she the worst? Just slow um, movement or something? Because she's a girl. The best, the best description <laughs> I've heard of Killer Instinct is that... The, it's balanced like Marvel's balanced. Everyone's broken, but the the lower tier characters are the ones that are the least broken. 
Okay. So I guess she's the least broken. Hmm. It, isn't there a werewolf? Yeah, that's or that's wolf? Saber Wolf. Saber Wolf, okay. yeah. So, yeah, this version has eight characters right now. And seven of them are from the old games, and one's a new character. Okay. Saber Wolf, the new character? Uh, no, Saber Wolf's an old one. Uh, Sidira, the spider girl, is the new character. What does she play like? I've never seen her. So. A spider, didn't you hear that? <laughs> Plays like a spider. She, she's Every a mainly... button is a different leg. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Octodad. Oh, God. <laughs> Octodad fighting game. Okay, that would be kind of cool. You cannot deny. Actually, I could see right. how you do that now because you have the four front-facing buttons, right? If you hold left trigger, that becomes the punch for each one of those legs and the right uh. trigger. And then if you hold them both, it's the other set of legs. So it's this weird, like, DMC kind of, like... Oh, my God. That'd control that'd scheme, a nightmare. but for Octodad. This is Co-op the fighting game now? What the hell? <laughs> yeah, you're trying to move. Just... <laughs> No, but what is, but it should be the rules of like dive kick where one hit is like death. a million de- is death. Yeah. yeah. So it's literally just you you both have to like scuttle over to each other. <laughs> tap each other with your leg. Yeah. So like while one person's trying to tap, the other guy's trying to like curl his leg back. <laughs> but then you come in with seven other legs. It would be crazy. Kickstart that. That there would be terrible. That would be so bad. <laughs> I could see it. Um, anything else about Killer Instinct? Um, last time I tried to play it online, I could not find anyone to play against. And then when I tried to connect to you, we couldn't play. So we played. We just it kept it kept crashing. Yeah, we never finished. But an we entire, We never finished an entire fight though, because it kept disconnecting. Or you were so scared you kept disconnecting. I'm sure that's exactly what it was, Sean. I'm sure that's exactly what it was. <laughs> well, are you having like better luck this time or no? Uh, well, I'm not home, so I can't test it for sure. I was, I was mainly... Okay, I thought you've been playing recently. No, since they added Fulgore, they actually finally <clears throat> added an arcade mode, so I've been playing through that. What's Fulgore? Fulgore is a character. So since they added an eighth character, they're like, all right, now we can, oh, okay. now we've unlocked arcade mode for you to play. Because that wasn't there originally. <laughs> I didn't really play much of that game, so I have no idea. I like it, so I especially now that I appreciate the combo system a lot more. It's it's really cool, but I still need to figure out how to like shadow counter and how to counter shadow attacks and stuff like that. So I still have a lot to learn in two weeks. Well, is that the one you're going to like spend most of your time on, or what? What are you? Uh, are you I, just going to try all or everything? I haven't practiced Burnout yet. I'm going to do that while I'm here because there's an Xbox here I can use. Um. Tetris Attack, I've got a friend I'm going to play against. That'll be my practice. Shovel Knight, I've already got my, my perfect line. I just need to make sure I can not screw that up on the PC version. Uh, Tony Hawk, I've still got to practice a lot. My, what do you think your chances are of doing well? I think... So the way this works is top 30... Like, make a prediction and we'll check back in. All right, so top 32, move on to day two. Top eight, move on to day three. Last year, without practicing, I got 11th. So, so, so I think this you year think I can, you can get top eight. I think I can do top eight this year. I don't think I'll win, okay. but I think I can do top eight because the way it works is day one is all the single player challenges. So Tony Hawk, Burnout, Shovel Knight. Day two is the the, the versus tournament. So Killer Instinct, Nidhogg, and Tetris Attack. And then day three is a mystery game, a game that's not out usually, anyways. Which you had a prediction of what it might be. Yeah, last year's uh, was DuckTales Remastered and Killer Instinct, both be- well before they came out. 
This year, the the con I'm going to has uh, KJ Inafune as a guest, so I want to say that they're going to try to have a demo of Mighty Number no. Nine as the mystery game. That'd I, be awesome. It would be amazing. I highly doubt that's what's going to be the case because yeah, or or it could be Forza Horizon Two. There we go. That's it. You've done it. You figured it out. I'm just no. That's just that. Like maybe. I don't know, but it'd be amazing if Mighty Number no. Nine was a mystery game. Yeah, I think it'd be amazing if Forza Horizon Two is a mystery game, but I don't care what you think. <laughs> wow. Whoa. All right, then tell, tell, us, tell us about what games you played then. Jesus. Um, I, this was, a few of these are from last week, just because I didn't get a chance to talk about them on the E3 show. I finished uh, Infamous Second Son. Uh, that game's really cool. That game has, that game's kind of just great the whole way through, which is great, which is awesome. Like the final few boss fights get really awesome. The sound design is excellent, especially in the second last boss fight. Um, they do a really cool thing where uh, something crazy happens and the main character gets just like super pissed off and they do the whole thing where <clears throat> you see it in movies a lot where the sound kind of just cuts out and all you can hear is like a high pitched squeal. And then you're like fighting during that kind of uh, sound thing. Oh, like it's a really bomb cool. went off or something. Yeah, like okay. you, yeah, in a movie, like when a bomb goes off, and it's kind of like the ringing in the ears while they're trying to do stuff or whatever. Right. Like a weird but because, white noise or something. Exactly, yeah. exactly. They do something like that. And it's not a bomb that went off, just something else happened. So it's kind of more just like he's so angry, stuff's going on in his head. And then and then the things are kind of like black and white while you're fighting the boss. It's, it is a really cool, and it hits, it's a good emotional uh, impact for that fight. Really great. Uh, I had a ton of fun with Infamous Second Son. Cool. I'm definitely going to play, um, was it First Light, whatever the DLC thing they announced was with uh, Fetch? I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, kept I think it's that. a. I think it's called First Light. Okay. Anyway, I'll definitely be playing that. I think that comes out next month. I think it's next month. Okay. Um, I've also been playing a game. So, like John, I've actually been using my Xbox One the most I've ever used it since buying it. <laughs> right. Which was two games. Um, <laughs> so. Two, which was two games exactly. Right. Um, I've been playing through Max: The Curse of Brotherhood. Okay. How is that? It looks really charming. Right. It's like it's not that charming. No. Like it in in no way is it that extraordinary of a game. Okay. It was just it's just free on Xbox like games with gold. Okay. So I was like, okay, well I'll, I'll you know I'll download it. So it's like I had heard some okay things about it. I really don't think it's that outstanding of a game in any way. Like okay. there's nothing really special about this game. Okay. Um, it is a puzzle platformer mm-hmm. with a heavy influence on the puzzles. You're. Um, you're this boy Max in like this weird world, but the the trick that this game has is you have these, I guess, magic markers or something like that. Okay. You have some kind of like paintbrush thing. Okay. And what you'll do is you'll come to like a puzzle area and it'll show you all the things and there'll be different colored like points where you can put the marker and they'll do different stuff. And each world you get a new item you can use. So you start off by being able to grow rock. Uh, then you are able to grow branches, then you can grow vines, and I just got, you can make, like, water um, spouts, kind of. And there's always a set distance to how far you can make something. So you can't just grow rock forever, you can grow at a certain length. And you just kind of have to make your way through the puzzle. Okay. Um, but what gets really interesting is when they start making you do stuff like, you can grow a branch, but then you can cut off the branch and drag it to use it somewhere else. Okay. So there'll be stuff like, 
hey, you need to get up here, so you should draw a branch that kind of almost looks like stairs. Is that, like, or, pretty scripted in the level design, though? Or is it kind of a cool way that you can subvert what you should maybe have to do, and then, like, you find a new way to solve a problem? I think it's pretty scripted, okay. but not, not a ton of jumps out. So there were a few times where I feel like, like I'm coming to the conclusion of, oh wait, should I, I should, could I even do that? Mm-hmm. I'm going to try making like a wheel out of the branch and can it roll? Oh wait, it can. Sweet. I just figured it out. Okay. So there is a sense so, of like, I discovered this, not like you have to do this, the game telling you like, this is how it has to be. The done. game doesn't tell you. And I'm pretty sure a lot of it is no, you're, you have, it's kind of like you have to discover this thing, Okay, but they don't really hold your hand in any way sure. for a lot of those. So it's pretty nice. It's not overly hard. I've never really been stuck. Um, so don't expecting like that hard of puzzles. Um, but like, it's okay. The weirdest thing though, and I haven't seen this before. So you guys know how the Xbox can record game clips, right? If you yep. just tell it to, mm-hmm. this game has moments scripted in where it'll record for you. Wait, what? Like the game. So you were gone. We're talking about Max, the curse of brotherhood Yeah. for the Xbox one. I, oh, <laughs> and the Xbox just turned on. All right. So for those uh, confused what just happened, he totally just turned on his Xbox One by saying that. Yep. Wow. Xbox, turn off. Yes. Hi. All right. Hello, dog. Which, by the way, playing my Xbox One again and having that feature. <laughs> no, I think that, I think that was the turning off sound. Okay. I think that was the turning off sound. Um, has been great. Like waking up in bed and having my controller there and just telling it to turn on saying, go to this game. And I'm actually playing a couple games on the Xbox one right now. And just being able to jump back and forth with them is great. Uh, it didn't happen. Additionally, again. it hasn't. I, it has I, not I, happened I was waiting yet. for it. Additionally, the whole like save state thing that the Xbox has where it'll kind of try to maintain the game opening. So it doesn't have a load to load again is fantastic. Like when, anytime I turn this thing on super time force is ready to go immediately. I don't have to go through, like, who the developer is, who the publisher is, any of that stuff. It's just already going, and it's at the main menu. That's great. But like I was saying, Curse of the Bro- Curse of Brotherhood, it'll just randomly pop up, like, game clip saved. So it's it's like the game is like, hey, we have a cool thing coming up. We know about it, so we're going to force your Xbox to record it. See, I feel like if, if it was, like, a super emotional game, and they had it set up so that it was recording your reaction to that happening... That would be interesting, but that would also be that creepy. That would be cool. It would also be creepy. That would be creepy. I could see people getting upset. I'd be fine with that as long as... No, you know what? Because maybe I'm naked. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I'm playing The naked. likeliest yeah. of scenarios, really. <laughs> I know you're <laughs> always naked, I... Sean. <sighs> yeah, well, you can only see... It was, like, really, computer, it was so. really, really awkward sharing a hotel with you at PAX. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, like nine o'clock rolls around. I don't need to wear clothes anymore. Like, <laughs> that's right. It's just set, it's set anyway. to a timer, just explodes, just falls off. But it's just it's this weird like egotistical thing of like, no, we know you're like running away from a boss. We're totally gonna record. Well, it's that. a brilliant PR move because then people will be like, hey, this automatically saved Twitter, and they're just like, well, you got free advertisement. It, do- I fr- it doesn't go anywhere. It just gets saved to my hard drive. So I have a bunch really? of stupid video clips. Yeah, oh, like okay. it, it doesn't pu- push out to anything. Maybe I could. I don't even think you can push it out because I haven't seen on Twitter mm. other people pushing stuff out. I'm sure there must be some way to do that though. Yeah. But no, it doesn't go out anywhere. It just gets saved to my hard drive so I can watch myself do this like scripted event, <laughs> scripted event, Great. probably die a couple times in it because I'm not used to it. 
great. Right? Like, oh man, it's weird. I've just never seen that before. And I guess developers can now code in when to make the thing record. Mm. Which that's that's Which a little is, weird. If you don't, it's do super weird. It's like, like I have a ton of hard drive space. If I didn't, like, eventually one day I'm gonna have to go back there and clear out all this bullshit. Yeah, that's really weird. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, uh, I mentioned it earlier. I've been playing Super Time Force. Okay, how yeah. how is this? I've been hearing a lot about this. It's really fun. It's really great. Um, it's really fast paced. So for those who don't know, Super Time Force is a <clears throat> side scrolling shooter. Uh, some other Contra. But the mechanic is when you die, or basically whenever you want, you can stop time, rewind it to any point that you've currently been playing in that level, and continue from there as any of the characters you have unlocked. So they t- they tout it as co-op with yourself, because when you start up again, the f- first version of you that was playing is still playing. So theoretically, you could like hide behind that guy while he clears out everything he did, and then go on ahead. Or you can do stuff like, let's say you died around time, like three seconds, got a different person, and killed the thing that killed your first guy. You can then collect that guy and have like a more powerful guy. Oh, wow. But what's cool is you can rewind as much as you want. So eventually you'll get to bosses where it's like, all right, I'm one guy. I'm shooting this boss. He has a ton of health. Oh, and I ran out of time. The level finished. Rewind time to the start of that boss fight. Do it again. Now I'm fighting two guys. Go all the way till you run out of time. Start it again. And eventually... You'll kill that boss in like three seconds because you'll have like 15 guys all shooting him at once. So you get into a lot of these really crazy scenarios of just tons of your characters running all over the screen. Things are blowing up everywhere. Things are flying. It's really fast paced. It's really fun. And the coolest feature is it does kind of the Super Meat Boy thing at the end where it shows you all of your attempts in one go. So because this is all time-based... What it does is it shows you from the beginning of the level what happened in real time. Because obviously, if you're just like a bystander watching this like massacre go on or whatever, he's not going to be able to see time going back and forth. He just kind of sees everything in one line. So you're watching like one character start and then other characters just start popping in from like the sky and everywhere because those are theoretically copies of the person coming back in time and fighting with each other. And it's just cool to watch. It's really fun. <clears throat> So, you, um, so what system is this on? Because I didn't see it on Steam. It's not on Steam. Uh, it's Xbox on uh, One. Xbox One and 360. Yep. Okay. I have it on the one. I th- yeah, I'm sure it's coming to PC. It must at some point. Mm-hmm. I bet we get that later this year, if not early next year. But um, it's also really funny. Um, I was going to ask you, like, do they do any more of the like President T-Rex stuff or any of that stuff in there or was that yeah kind of they the have a ton of that, that stuff like demoing. every time mm. you're constantly like going back to these weird sections for the silliest reasons like we went to like a medieval area because this guy wanted to get unlimited coupons for like a medieval times restaurant great makes, yeah makes sense to me yeah so we had to go back to the middle ages to do something i i can't quite remember but and what's great is every time that you're t- your machine warps into a new time span. It'll say what year it is. It'll say the uh, what day it is. And then it'll say what time it is. And those are always jokes. So it'll say like, I don't know, 20,000 BC. What time is it? Recess. Uh, <laughs> no. And what's the date? Your birthday. Oh. And okay. then you'll start the level. Or what time is it? Hammer time. Nice. That's, that's yeah. a good time. That's a good time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're always pretty good. And your spaceship always lands down onto somebody. 
So there's this one level you'll start, and it's this guy proposing to his girlfriend, and then your spaceship crushes them, and then you start the level. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah, it's pretty funny. You unlock a dinosaur on a skateboard. Um, there's a dolphin you unlock called Dolphin Lundgren. Oh my god. That's perfect. The person who started the time who created a uh, time travel machine had an eye patch, and then his future self came back to the present, and he now has two eye patches. <laughs> Uh, Wait, so that's pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it is a really funny game. It's a lot of fun. I highly recommend Super Time Force. So you said that's on Xbox One and 360 right now. Correct, and it's 15 bucks. Okay. That was Cappy, right? Cappy Barra. Yes, it was. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I think it's just Cappy. Is it Cappy Barra? I th- was it Cappy Barra? Like the Cappy, Toronto Cappy Barra Games. Cappy Barra Games is written on Wiki at least for Super Time Force. Oh, okay. I thought it was always just Cappy. Okay. Yeah. Um, last game I played, I've only played the intro level was Loco Cycle. Okay. Uh, I'm playing that on PC because John picked it up. Sure. <clears throat> and uh, that game's also pretty funny. So you're a intelligent AI motorcycle, like a super motorcycle. And what's funny is, first off, the game, like, this is, um, this is Twisted Pixel. Twisted Pixel Pixel So there's tons of FMV. Yep. There's a ton of FMV. In fact, when I started the game, it was, like, a half hour before I was playing, and it was all FMV before. Oh, so it was Metal Gear. Got it. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, that's what they do. They do FMV. Yeah. Those guys are good. It's all live action. Not all of it. Just before the game started, it was, like, the entire beginning was live action. So every one of their games, they start doing more and more live action. Anyway, so you play a bike. But what's funny is in the I guess in the actual story, there was a mechanic who was trying to repair you because your bike got hit by lightning. And I guess that's how your circuits were fried and you went like rogue against the scientists or whatever. Anyway, the mechanic was beginning to repair you, but then he noticed his boot was stuck to the side of the bike. Then the bike gains sentience and the bike sees a commercial for like a road rally like one of those motorcycle rallies Mm -hmm. and the bike wants to go to that so the bike takes off so for the entire game you just have a mexican dude stuck to the side of your bike getting pulled along the ground and you can use him as a weapon yeah of course you can like a boomerang (laughs) yeah okay and what's great is the entire time you're like racing around He's just shouting in Mexican, and there's subtitles of what he's saying. Shouting in Mexican. Shouting in Mexican. Sorry, sorry. Uh. Spanish. And uh, there's subtitles to the whole thing, so you can just read what he's, like, yelling and stuff. And he's yelling about how this hurts, and please stop. And, um, and yeah, so the bike will, like, drive around. It's kind of just like a... It's, I don't want to say it's like an endless runner, but you're down, like, a tunnel the whole time, and you're just... Jumping up, it's, and it's like, kind of like Panzer Dragoon in a way. No, I wouldn't say that. Uh, I'm trying to think of what to compare it to. Yeah. To be fair, I only played the prologue, so unless it changes, oh. but because there's melee combat, like you're not like yeah. hovering over things to lock on and shoot them. You are you are jumping with the bike, and then the bike splits in two, like the weasel split in two, so that you can like kick guys. And then fling the Mexican dude like a boomerang around, and the bike will like flip around and tail attack. I, I don't, I don't know what genre this I, is. It's some kind of action game. <laughs> action beat 'em up. I don't know. I, 
it's like Spy Hunter in a way, but with Kung Fu motorcycles. You know what? Actually, you know what it's like? Mm. It's like, and this this is going to make it sound really bad, and it's not really bad. It's like Sonic. Like the 3D Sonics where you're running straight I, and I the camera's behind I'd, you. I don't know if I'd go that far. And No, but in terms of how you play it, like where the camera's behind you and you're running forward and you can like jump and like melee guys in the air and stuff. Except in Sonic, you can like stop moving. This one, you're always going forwards. So I guess that's the closest thing I can think of. Sonic. It's a weird game. I want to play more of it and it's pretty funny. Um... It's powered by their beard engine like normal, mm-hmm. and the intro of when they show you it's powered by beard is as great as normal. Twisted Pixel's fantastic. I love that company. Great sense of humor, for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um and uh yeah, that's all I've uh, that's all I've been playing. Nice. Alright, let's move on to the news then. What do we have in news that you can use? How about not much news. Yeah, it's been a little bit quiet. So Paul put these first two in there. All right. Uh, I it's a, this one. it's very slow news going this week. Yeah. Just to show you how slow the news is, uh, World of Warcraft. Literally, everyone in the chat is making fun of my one little mistake with the Mexican. I was, I know it's Spanish. It was just I was fa- talking too fast. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be getting shit about that one for a bit. Yeah. Okay. What are we, what are we talking about, Warcraft? Yep, World of Warcraft. We got a player who actually reached level 90 without picking a side. I don't know what that means. It means uh, that he spent two years worth of time, like, basically just picking herbs, essentially. Yeah, I, if I, I read the article, it said something along the lines of, once you leave the starting area, if you're one of the panda characters, you have to choose mm-hmm. if you're Horde or Alliance. Yes. But he's like, no, I'm not going to do that, and decided not to. So then he got Yeah, the so he didn't leave the starting area? Yeah. yeah. So, like... Awesome. So Warcraft is based around like the Horde and Alliance and their war between the two or whatever, right? So the Pandaren, when they announced them in the expansion pack, were kind of a neutral faction. And then when you play a Pandaren, it's kind of like, well, you can choose to decide, like you can decide to fight in this war if you want to, but we're neutral sort of thing. They're uh, Switzerland or whatever. Sweden? I don't know. But anyways, so like when you get past that part, it's like choose whichever faction you want to go on, blah, blah, blah. And this guy was just like, nah. I'm going to sit here and pick herbs, and he did that first. So you get experience for picking herbs then, I Yeah, because when you get to a point of, like, fighting monsters and stuff, when they're too low of a level, you no longer get any experience from them. But you always get five experience from picking herbs and mining resources. So he got to level 90 by picking and mining, like, every day sort of thing. So it's um the craziest accomplishment <laughs> if you want to call it an accomplishment in that game, I think. And I guess to put it in better perspective, you can reach level 90 if you try really hard in a weekend now? Like, I, oh, so you're saying it's not that hard? It's not hard to it's get not to hard. 90 It's not normally. hard if you're actually going to play the game normally. This guy <laughs> right. played the game in a specific way that took two years, but he so accomplished it. He is the only level 90 panda who does not have a faction. He just chills on the island. He, he is a pacifist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So weird. Well, <laughs> he basically made a pacifist class in World of Warcraft. It's so weird. <laughs> Great. No, it's pretty funny. That's good. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's stupid. It's retarded. Like, it's just stupid. But, um, yeah. Slow, Slow news. news. Yay. No, this next story is uh, kind of interesting. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell was that? What are you that? talking about? Phil Fish came back to Twitter. That's news. 
Because <laughs> everybody missed him so much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it isn't. Isn't he like a professional viner now? He's a professional troll, I think. Yeah. Isn't he a DJ now, too? Amazing. Oh, man. DJ Phil Fish. That's yeah, the best thing go. ever. Okay. So the reason I put this in here is because I don't know if you guys actually like talked about this or not. No, we, but I mean, we didn't. We didn't want to talk about the video that uh, kicked it up, too. Did you, did you say you didn't want to? No, no, no. Uh, we haven't talked about or the you video. you haven't. Okay. Yeah. No, the reason I put it in here was because I was going to ask you, like, next time we hung out or something, what your opinion was on it specifically. And yeah. then I just figured, well, there's no news, so here we, here we go. Phil Fish no. discussion. All right. So, so last week a video came out called This is Phil Fish, mm-hmm. and it was basically breaking down Phil Fish as a person and as a concept. As a concept more so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you laugh, but that's actually what the video was about. It's a great video, no, that's great. too. No, I take it. Yeah. yeah no, it, it was a really good watch. Mm-hmm. But uh, after that video came out and started getting like a lot of public opinion, uh, Phil Fish suddenly came back on Twitter and just basically ranted a bit and then like ended this rant with, like, now this is Phil Fish, and then deleted his account. <laughs> yeah, so dumb. <laughs> but anyways, what this news article is, Phil Fish basically said, YouTubers should be paying us basically all of their money because it's our game like it's our games that they're making money off of sort of thing so i don't know if this the problem is and this is what this video kind of that john was talking about focuses on a little bit is that there is an actual legitimate discussion here but it's kind of over like it's trolled over by phil fish being like i'm a dick bag hate me sort of thing so I was going to ask you, like, what you, is your opinion on this, like, monetization sort of thing? Does Is there any merit to, like... To what he's saying? I, I think that developers should get, like, a little bit of the money. Sure. But at the but it depends, like, because half the problem that comes from this whole discussion mm-hmm. is, uh, what about reviewers? Should they not get money for reviewing a game? Which is the mm-hmm. one problem that Nintendo's had, because they always target people who cover their games. Yeah, viewers aren't going to cover their games if it's not worth money to them. Then they don't get any publicity. Then they don't get any press, and then no one pays attention to their games. Right. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. Both groups need each other, but no one's yeah. willing to well, come to a perfect like balance. Mm. I don't know if that's totally true though, because we're seeing more and more companies just being like, "No, we just announced our game by just going on Twitch and and talking about it. We don't. Yeah, we don't need but, that. But those, like those companies look at doing Nintendo. That, they like, didn't have a. Like Nintendo didn't have a pre- doesn't have a press conference, and they had just the Treehouse thing, which everyone seems to have loved. And it seems like, like I don't want to say games journalism is becoming like reporting on it is less needed, but it's just companies are seeing like you know we can handle a lot of the PR for us as, as opposed to them announcing our game. We'll just, we can just do it ourselves, right? Like more and more so, we're seeing that, right? Mm. But yeah. you're also seeing some companies also like reaching out to these groups that do this like while N- nintendo did do their own treehouse thing they also primed it up with a bunch of mega 64 stuff right yeah no for sure for sure and then like uh i guess it's not as good a comparison robot chicken did a bunch of stuff for the press conference so right like they still need to reach out to like people who do this content or do content like it mm-hmm. they just they just embrace it in a different way like Especially some companies when you th- yeah sorry go keep going Okay. Especially when some companies will, like, will reach out and like, all right, well, this person covers our game a lot. How about we help them be like a commentator for like our, a tournament or something like that? Sure. 
what I was going to say is, especially when you get into people like uh, Total Biscuit and PewDiePie and stuff like that, people that, like, when they cover a game, there's almost as much eyeballs on that game coverage as there is people watching the Super Bowl. Like, they have a huge yeah. audience. So I can see, like, I don't really understand where he's coming from because it's kind of like, okay, well, then you should be giving us our revenue for promoting your game sort of thing. Like, there is a back and forth here. But I think maybe people just don't know how to go about it yet. Like, what what if their partnership programs, like, say Polaris no longer exists or whatever, right? Yeah. But instead, this person is getting paid by Ubisoft, like, 10% or whatever <laughs> percent, I don't know, or something based on how many views that translates to maybe purchases it, or something. That That's honestly what the industry, or I, I air quote that, industry, is <laughs> heading towards. Because, mm. like... Uh, I've got a partnership with Ubisoft. They reach out to me for a couple games every now and then. Mm -hmm. uh, I know a bunch of people who are partnered with Nintendo, and Nintendo was starting their own partnership program on YouTube. Yeah, they are. Or were. So, I don't know if they yeah, are. Yeah, I think they still are, but it's still in like the early planning fa phases. But mm -hmm. there is companies are taking interest on this and are working on this. So You're going to see in the next like year or two, you're going to see a drastic change, like companies reaching in more and more on YouTube, and then eventually the Twitch, and then other like streaming sites. Because they, well, yeah. they recognize how well, the thing with it is. Nintendo, the thing with Nintendo specifically, because they're doing their rev share thing, right? Yeah. <clears throat> what is now the incentive, like for you specifically, <clears throat> if you cover a Nintendo game where you have to share your revenue, why would you ever want to stream a Nintendo game, go stream a different game where you don't have to share? That's true, but you also have to keep in mind, a lot of people really like Nintendo stuff, so sometimes that stuff brings in sure, a better like, Right, like... It's like I'm just using them as an yeah. example. There are, there, like, are arguments, why would you... there are arguments for and against because like some people will be like, yeah. oh well, why don't you just do it for the love of the game? Like, let's say let's say if I did the new Smash Brothers, but I had to lose like all the money on it. I still like Smash Brothers, so I'd still do it. But I argue it's like the time investment then becomes a lot harder to explain because you have to worry about paying bills and stuff like that. So Exactly. Yeah. Like it comes down to like you may like the game, but at the end of the day, you need to live. Yeah, so, so so it becomes this weird argument for and against. So I see there's there's points for both, but I can see where you're coming from and I can see why this can still be a problem. And I guess in, like in that you, point it depends like on you how choosing, much you want, really. Right. Right. But just the fact like regardless, like you choosing to like cover like again Smash Bros for example with the rev share, you are saying I would rather get less money right now than I could be getting. Yeah. And so I'm just saying on a, on a broader thing is like, now what incentive do you have to help Nintendo? Like, it's like, well, yeah, that's great. You're going to share with me this guy. I don't have to share at all. So you stay in Nintendo's see Nintendo good books for the circle jerk guess, that comes on later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying like, it's, on one side like it's great that they're starting to share and stuff like it's better than nothing but it's still it's like well i could go over there and make a hundred percent profit as opposed to 50 mm. so i don't know it's it's definitely a discussion that's becoming more and more needed and relevant as things move on and as I, like as the internet becomes more popular or i guess youtube and it also gets yeah. into like it's a, it's a whole bunch of weird gray areas because then it gets into stuff like should you ever do this for a Telltale game, you're spoiling the entire game. It is yeah. entirely about the story. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, there's certain games where you shouldn't because, yeah, what's the incentive? Right. Or I've, hear, I've been hearing arguments of like, 
well, you know, the creative aspect comes in from the commentary. People are coming to you specifically because they like your commentary. Well, what about people who are, if not entirely silent, mostly silent? It's like it's almost like streaming a movie then that they're playing. And and that's that's where it crosses the point of if it's a transformative work, does the Creative Commons or the Copyright Act cover it at all? And that's right. Why let's play. It's a bunch of gray areas. Like, it's not like we're going to say, like, there needs to be a word count per minute of streaming. Like, it's right. Like, yeah, the entire thing is a huge gray art. It just means it can't be an automated process. It would literally take manpower to go through all this (laughs) stuff. And maybe that's just not an expense that's worth anybody's time right now at all. And that's why, like, YouTube has the automated system, which is garbage. It's absolutely terrible. Yep. That also might be why Nintendo for the longest time was just like, no, we do not have the resources to watch everyone. So we're just saying no to everything until we can figure it out. Right? Like it's either at the moment you say no to everything or you say yes to everything or you start diving into this crazy grave section and trying to figure things out. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we're going to, because I'm sure we're like a few years from, wait, why is he allowed to put that up and get money for it? But this guy can't put this up and get money for it. Like, I'm sure we're going to start seeing headlines of this was accepted. This wasn't. Why is that? It was weird that this one was accepted. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it's not, it's going to be a weird thing and it's not going to go smoothly. Oh no, not at all. It hasn't no. gone smoothly it so already, far. It already, yeah, I was gonna say it's yeah, already so. been the biggest clusterfuck in a while. So, but speaking of clusterfucks, yes. oh, oh man, this next news story I have. So, games with gold. That's this your is transition. Pretty small. That's your transition <laughs> to the topic. Wow, you're welcome. I'm just saying, welcome audience. Yeah, we did it. Go. Hey, so games with gold. They announced today what we're getting for July. So, people who have a gold account. Uh, on the Xbox One, yeah. Actually, I start with the 360. They're getting BattleBlock Theater and Gotham City Impostor. Eh. Good games. Okay. Yeah. What the hell? I know, right? I didn't I even say lo- on. <laughs> I didn't even say on. <laughs> I had no well, idea that's what happened. Well, last time Xbox turn off. Last time you just said Xbox One. That's all you. Yes. Said. Maybe have enough of a draw in the way you say one that sounds like on. You're turning American. Maybe. Anyway. For the current Xbox, <laughs> uh, they're getting Guacamole, and we're getting Max the Curse of Brotherhood again. What do you mean cool. again? We got it. That was the game yeah, last That's why month. he was playing it. He already has it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I just kind of wanted to point that out. Like, we're always saying how PlayStation Plus is fantastic, and Xbox Gold has been awful, mm-hmm. and they're trying to make it better. Yep. They're literally doubling up on this game. <laughs> Maybe they love oh, the game. They're just like Major Nelson's like, yo, this game, it's the bomb, yo. <laughs> it's either they don't have enough games, which that's probably, that's what, probably it is. what it is. Even though that's not true. They do have other games. They just don't want to give those ones away for well, free that's yet. It, yeah. So they don't have enough like well, freebie games he's yet. Saying it rem- or, he's saying it remains the game. Yeah. So I guess they're both available at I, once. Yeah, they, they are. But the they were touting as we're going to have, you know, like four games a month. So they're announcing like, yeah, and this one will be staying. It's like, what? So why? Why? Why aren't we getting a new one? Anyway, I just thought that was super weird. And Games of Gold is still inferior. It still has a ways to go. Which is so weird because like PlayStation Plus is not new anymore. It's been here for like at least over a year. Like 
Microsoft is weird. Well, they're also going in a weird direction now with PlayStation Now. Like, I mean, you've been hearing how crazy that's going to be. Well, yeah, but that doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about. Mm. So, <laughs> what? No, because I'm saying that that I feel like uh, PlayStation Plus is going to devaluate because of that. Oh, maybe because you can rent stuff for cheap. Although at the moment you can rent stuff for expensive. Yeah. So, not devaluing it yet, but theoretically. Also, thank all I'm saying you for me is I want more free games. games right now. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Curse of Brotherhood is is not bad. Guacamelee is great. I'm ge- I'm getting a Halo Spartan Assault right now too. Cool. I hear that's terrible, but I also downloaded it. It's also free, so I'm yeah. gonna download it. Yeah. I just hear it is so bad, but it is like one of two Halo games I haven't played. It's weird. It's I was thinking about the other day. I'm not even a giant Halo fan, but I've played like eight Halo games. Like I'm missing Halo Two, and that's it. You games are Halo good, bro. 2. That's I didn't I, I didn't have an original Xbox. So what you're saying is you're gonna buy that Master Chief Collection when it comes out. I'll probably I'll probably end up playing it because I have friends that are super Halo fans, and then yeah, it's just weird because I wouldn't consider myself like a Halo fan, but I've just played like. 99% of that catalog. Anyway, that's uh, that was it for news. Sweet. Alright, let's move on to emails. There's a bunch. Uh, this first one is from uh, the Juker, and he says, if any of you backed Shovel Knight, the game just came out, if so, have you played it, and does it live up to the weight? You guys didn't back it. We didn't back it, we but it's back. really good. I really like it. Highly recommend it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That is that is cool though. Regardless, that we got another cool Kickstarter game yeah. out of that. Yeah, it's good when sure. a Kickstarter game actually ends up being good. And when it comes yeah. out, that's great. <laughs> no that failed too. projects. That that's the big. Actually, thing. we're seeing a guy. Someone in the chat is saying Spartan Assault is amazing. That's the first time I've heard anything positive about that game. Guess I'll find out. All right, what's the next question? One press L2P says, John, do you think you will make Mario Maker videos similar to your old ROM hack videos? Uh, I'm going to do something with it. That's the only thing I can determine is there will be some sort of content on my channel in regards to it. Whether or not it's actually covering ridiculous stages or just me fucking around with it, who knows? Okay, I guess I'll, I'll take the other one. Uh, it's also from One Press L2P. Uh, what games would you like to see remade in either HD on consoles or portable on 3DS Vita? <clears throat> Sorry, read that again. What games would you what like? What do you want an HD remake or what do you want a portable port of? Hmm. I'm thinking right now of portable port. Crash Bandicoot 1. Really? Oh yeah, I guess that would be make it a better game because Crash 1's kind of age bad yep it really super time force on my vita would be real cool (laughs) yeah (laughs) i just want every game on a console on a handheld give me dead rising 3 on a handheld yep (laughs) i'm i'm with you actually even as ridiculous as it sounds everything should be able to play in your hand it's just computer software yeah so whatever nvidia shield Next DS killer. Oh, there you go. God. I'm calling yeah, it. Yeah. Don't I'm even remind me that exists. Well, well, no, actually, here it's not that bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, and to be fair, though, the PS4 can stream to the Vita, so you can play all of that on your Vita. True, right? but I can't be on a bus like that. No, but apparently, if you're just on another Wi-Fi source, you can. Oh right. Which I wasn't able to get that working, but I know other people who have. Hmm. 
Interesting. Which that's that's the future. That is magic there. Technological magic. Uh, yeah, nothing else specific jumping to my mind. Yeah, like an eight, an actual HD version of Silent Hill one and two would be great. I I am waiting for them to legitly make an HD remake of an HD remake. We yeah. are so close to that point. Final Fantasy X or ten or whatever HD HD. Let's make yeah, it H- happen, H- guys. HD squared. HD squared cube. Could, could you say this Halo compilation counts because it has Halo the Master Chief there or whatever the first anniversary in it? But as far as I'm aware of, they're not updating that one at all because that version was already like oh actually no uh, that mm. would have been 720p at the most wouldn't it mm. yeah maybe that might actually maybe. you might have actually so said it you might have actually come maybe, up with there it. you go <laughs> so there's your answer <clears throat> all right michael writes in uh do you see twitch being bought as a good thing or a bad thing he sees it as potentially a good thing John. So I guess he's kind of talking about the Google stuff. Yeah. Uh, I see it as both good and bad. Yes. That's what a what a wussy answer. No, it's true because they've done great things with YouTube. <laughs> they've done terrible things with YouTube. So. So part of the problems that YouTube had though was because of the copyright thing with Viacom. Mm-hmm. That actually forced YouTube to be unable to hire people for like three years. Mm-hmm. That's right. So that kind of that fucked over YouTube. So I wouldn't necessarily say that was Google's fault, but the companies thought they could attack them because of Google buying them. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Twitch could have the exact same problem. Yeah. Like what they would need to do really is that Google or YouTube is just like the server source for Twitch, so Twitch's servers are perfect mm-hmm. and they yeah. leave them the fuck alone after that. Twitch can that, do everything That else. would be the absolute best case scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like there will be some people gutted from Twitch to move to Google, maybe to improve YouTube's streaming. Who knows? But the, they already announced a new feature for Twitch. So if you are a mm-hmm. partnered streamer on Twitch, you can actually have it so that your YouTube videos have an annotation pop up saying, hey, I'm streaming on Twitch right now. Click nope, on this. not even partnered. You can be any streamer. Oh, really? Okay. I, I can do that partner. too. Sweet. Okay. Yep. So then there's that feature. So that that's a good thing of this. That pretty much most people are like, all right, well, you've pretty much confirmed you're being bought out by Google. So good job. Yeah, right. Yeah. But stuff like that is perfect. Like these are the little things you're supposed to be doing, not implementing Google plus Hangouts as your chat room for Twitch, say. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, God, that'd be so bad. <laughs> Google plus <laughs> chat. Oh, my God. As, as Although a group that uses the servers would be the most stable you've ever seen in Twitch. <laughs> so there's that at least. Oh boy. All right. Uh, all right. Marshmallow writes in, was it really Nathan's last show or will he be allowed to come around when he is available? So yes, it was. <laughs> it's not so much an issue of when he's available. It's more just when he wants to. Yeah, because right? he's, he's not really gaming much anymore, so. Right. It was more of his decision, because he's still free and stuff, but he decided he uh, uh, just wanted to take time away. So he said he'd be happy to guest, and he's always welcome to, but yes, that was his last show. So it's his call to come back whenever he wants. But and I've, welcome to come I've made it clear to him and to Sean, I haven't talked to John much, that if he wants to come back, I'll just step aside. I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> 
So I, I'm just keeping the seat warm for when he eventually comes back around. So, so Nathan will be back next week, is what we're saying. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> right, exactly. This is got after that start, people should be wanting Nathan back more than ever. <laughs> I'm out of coffee. Second question from Marshmallow: What are some of your favorite JRPGs? Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI, um... Final Fantasy X. I love that one. Dot Hack. Although okay. it's a bit rough. <laughs> Tales of Vesperia and Symphonia. Nice. Good choices. Good choices. Have either of you played Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne? No. No, I played Devil's Survivor, the summoner. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I've been wanting to go and check that one out for a while. So I Nocturne... might steal it from you, John. Yeah, uh, feel free. Just uh, give me a heads up. I can loan it to you. Uh, okay. Nocturne, from what I've seen, like I've seen people play it, mm-hmm. it's, it's not quite like the other Shimigami games. Or like okay. it depends on what you're comparing it to, because I think most people will compare it to the Persona game, which is also a good JRPG series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a little bit different. It's more like the older games, but it's still still very good. Okay. Uh, while we're talking about JRPGs, how about The World Ends With You? Great game. I was thinking about that. Does that count? Yeah, yeah th- that it counts. It does. Okay, do you level up in that game? Yes, you do. Yes. Okay, it's been forever since I played yeah. it. <laughs> that game's great. Um, Golden Sun, one and two. I haven't finished three. Actually, that's my current like train ride game at the moment. Is finally trying to finish that game. Nice. I've never played a Golden Sun game in my life. I love Golden Sun. Which one should I start with if I want to check one out? Oh, the first one. Okay. They're they're it bas- the second one is basically part two of the story. Okay. So the first one and. <clears throat> It's on like the Wii sh- shop now. Okay. Or the Wii U shop. You can de- buy Can't Isn't it? I thought it was. Sure. John, do you remember? What game? Golden Sun. Isn't it on the WiiWare? Uh, or uh, yes. Virtual Console? Yes, it's on the Wii U Virtual Console. Yeah. So that'd be an easy way to do it. Pokemon? Does that count? I would count yeah, that. I, that's a JRPG. Easily. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole bunch. Corey writes, have you played the Kingdom Hearts series? And uh, if so, what's your favorite part of each game in general? I played most of the first one. I played all of the first one. I played some of the first one. Wow, we are all big Kingdom Hearts fans here. David Boreanaz, man. He's the best part. Who's that? He's Angel. (laughs) Who's Angel? Oh my who, god. Who did who did Angel voice in that series? I believe it was Sephiroth or Cloud. Uh, okay. Oh wait, sorry, you mean Angel from like Buffy Angel? Right, yeah. yeah. Okay, I thought you were talking about like a Kingdom Hearts character and I was like, no. I know Sora and Mickey Mouse. Wow. Not even Donald, huh? Oh, Donald's in it, that's true. What about Goofy? Racist. <laughs> is he is Goofy in it? Goofy? Goofy? Yeah, he's one of the he's guys the... who follows you. Oh my god. <laughs> I haven't how, played that game in so long. How much of Kingdom Hearts did you play? Like, did you just go to the menu and that was it? I no, I got up to the part where you have to fight the octopus lady from Mermaid, Little Mermaid. That's like half the game, if not a little under. It, yeah, it's it's a bunch of it, but that boss fight was so terrible underwater because water stages oh, sucked. Oh, no, I was like, like I'm d- yeah, Atlantis just sucked. Game. That was yeah. like the worst part of that game. I think that's I, I stopped believe that's universally that. agreed to that that part sucked. Actually, where which one was Halloween Town in? Uh, all of them. Okay. At least the first, first two, Those, I should say, at least. Okay. I think I liked that one better in two for some reason. I remember a, a little bit that I saw my friend play, and that was kind of cool, that part. Did you see the Tron part or the Pirates no. of the Caribbean part? Uh, I saw the Pirates Johnny of the Depp Caribbean on your part. Team? 
yeah, eh, whatever. Johnny Depp. Eh. Oh, apparently David Boreanaz was uh, voiced Squall slash Leon. Squall, right. Okay, yeah, that makes sense because it's Squall. All right, Fruit Puncher has a few questions. The first one is uh, he linked us to a message or uh, a URL that basically kind of talks about, um, I guess, the division is starting to get worse looking or well, something Ubisoft about that. Ubisoft is dumbing everything down ever since Watch Dogs, basically. Right, and that remind, made me think of the whole Watch Dogs and people are saying this does not look as good as it used to. Right, and it doesn't. Um, and, his, and his question is, you know, has this happened before? Yes, um, Watch Dogs. And what do you take if Ubisoft isn't alone in this? And and their response was kind of like, you know, we were, we had it working really nicely on the PC, but we didn't want the gap between new consoles and PC to be so big. So that's why they dumbed it down. Right, because money. Which is super weird. Yeah, it is. Well, then make the assets available like people figured out for Watch Dogs. People figured out how to mod all the uh, E3 content into it so it actually looks like it did. Well, they didn't mod it, though. They just hacked it because it was all in there. They didn't have to create anything. Mm. Well, that's, I guess that's the weird part is that there was literally just like a wall up <laughs> for it. So you're saying instead of dumbing down the PC version, they could have easily updid no the console no versions? absolutely not they dumbed down the pc version no no but i'm saying i know i know that's what they did but you're saying they could have easily switched it the other way and just brought the other two up uh probably not because of Maybe, hardware limitations uh, it would depend if, okay. if they didn't make it for 360 and ps3 on top of ps1 right or ps4 xbox one maybe right but doing yeah. doing it for all five systems was kind of pushing it. There's six technically because there's still the Wii U version. It's their money maker. That's always though. the bummer when we get these like split gen games. It's like, oh man, now that means the you're not putting as much effort into like the good looking ones as you could. I I guess my thing is I just don't <clears throat> see why you can't have the way it looks now for like consoles or whatever. And then for the person who spent stupid amounts of like three thousand dollars because I want to make my gaming PC run everything and look beautiful. Why can't they just have, like, their PC version? All you have to do is change that little setting from ultra-stupid $3,000 rig setting in the options menu to, well, maybe I'm just playing, like, on a Dell or something. Right, yeah, I'm kind of curious, like, why did they care about the gap? Right. Was that Sony and Microsoft being, like... You can't make us look this bad. Probably, even though it Microsoft. Been. You never tech- know. It could have just probably. been Ubisoft, like wanting to spread itself out and make more money. Who knows? Well, then I'm surprised. Why did one of the consoles just be like, "Hey, why don't we pay you exclusive to make ours look good? We win." Well, the, you know what I mean. And it's kind of weird when you bring Microsoft into this because I don't know if Watch Dogs specifically is even like playable for Max. Like a Mac piece, it's only PC. Oh, and you're saying because Microsoft, right? So is, they is PC. They have the money anyway, so there's like whatever. But right, but they don't seem to like they don't care about PC gaming. They don't seems. no because Windows Live games for Windows Live is like the worst abomination since you play. Pretty sure it's gone. I'm pretty sure they finally got rid of it. Okay, well, yeah. Tell that to me next time we try to play a game because fuck, it's still up on some games like oh, Resident really? Evil okay. Five. It still uses it. Because I remember it got taken down, and a lot of people were like, for Dark Souls, bums, and the fans had to figure out a way to get it working. Yep. Um, But yeah, no, I could just, like, if I, I would assume if the console manufacturers were like, please make the PC one worse, 
like why didn't Sony just like, hey, we'll pay you to make ours look good, and then everyone would have gone for PS4. Well, I mean, they were already pushing in the marketing for the PS4 for Watch Dogs. I mean, Watch Dogs, or the main character, is on the box for the PS4 right now. Or I guess, actually, now that I think about it, wait, no. They couldn't have made one look good because it was hardware limitations. So all they could really do is move around the PC one. So my point is right. mute. Mm-hmm. In the chat, uh, Victor the Penguin says, that wasn't their answer. They said it was because of visual fidelity, stability, performance, and overall gameplay quality. Which leads to, we had to get this out on five platforms. We didn't have time to make this work properly on one thing beautifully. We just made it work, like, good enough for everything at this lower setting. Which is fine, but, like, why skirt around the issue? You didn't have time, just, like, so you just kind of made a port, basically. Like, you took off the good-looking stuff for PC, and then were able to port it to every other system. It's fine, it's just weird when you kind of try to skirt around it yeah cody also says in the chat there's a message on the internet from what is supposedly a designer for watchdogs where he was ranting about how there was bad communication when they were making the game so that also kind of doesn't surprise me yeah sure all right the second question is uh do we feel there's a bias in the media against nintendo no i don't know i think it's for nintendo if anything after E3, for sure, I, yeah. I think it depends on but, whatever website you go to. There's a lot for and a lot against. I feel like they're always, like, second banana to the other two, though. Just just from, like, you know, hardware mainly is the reason. I think it's, yeah, it's just because they kind of do their own thing. So people are like, well, yeah. what are we supposed to do? As How are we supposed to cover like, this? Exactly. Or, like, they almost don't count, kind of. Yeah. Right? Like, it's always, you know, Sony versus Microsoft. And there's Nintendo. Pretty much. That, I right. think that's the best and summary. It's like, it. And Nintendo doesn't compete with them. Nintendo does its own thing. Yeah. Well, uh, last one was, John, how was your trip to E3 with Chugga and Nintendo Capri Sun? Uh, it was good. I had a good time, played a lot of games like we talked about last week. Uh, and then I stayed for a week to hang out with my buddy Gerard. I went to Disneyland. Cool, cool. It was a good time. Andrew writes, what character are you most looking forward to play in Smash Bros? Little Mac. Is there a Fire Emblem character still? Uh, Marth. That's not Ike? Mar- Marth and Ike are in it. Alright, Marth is my answer. <laughs> Paul? Oh, sorry, I don't play Smash Bros, so... Uh, oh, okay. I'll say Link. <laughs> Mario! <laughs> yeah, Mario. To be, I, I think, based on what pro players were saying, Mario is better than he's ever been, and Link still sucks. So, cool. Does Link normally I'll suck? Link, with Link, is, then. Is, Link is almost always the lowest, one of the lowest tier characters. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, I don't know. I've never, I never. Daniel writes, "What are your thoughts on the decision made by Capcom to stop their takeover defense plan, and who would you like to buy them uh, out? Should a company decide to do so?" Nintendo. I don't. I don't want any company to buy them <sighs> out. I want Nintendo too. Why is that? Because Capcom does some stupid decisions. At least if they have Nintendo with their billions of dollars, they won't be <coughs> trying to leech off the DLC money. But Nintendo also makes stupid decisions. Oh, no. Trust me. I know. I am probably, out of the two of you, the one that's least impressed with Nintendo for the last 10 years. So, But it's just the DLC thing drives me crazy. And the cash-ins and the Super Street Fighter Arcade Edition Ultimate block, like... There's like five versions of that fucking game. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, like it's the equivalent of like here's this year's Madden. 
Is it? Right? Like, yeah, because, like, hey, here's this year's Capcom fighting do game. Do people still buy Madden, though? <laughs> that's maybe... Of course the, they do. Ugh. And, like, they buy their yearly FIFAs? Yeah, that's a whole different discussion uh, not willing to get into. Those bother me. I guess I have no real opinion on who should buy them. I don't yeah. really care. Yeah, <laughs> in the end of the day, whatever. As long as they keep, like, doing stuff. Because I like... I guess, like, Microsoft would make the best fit just because of Dead Rising. Okay. That's all I can think of. Yeah, but Dead Rising was on PC, so... Yeah, but that's not Sony. I guess. And it's kind of still Microsoft. I, I, I think no one should buy Capcom, or at least at, out of the major console companies. Google. Because... Google should buy Capcom. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Let's say Google. Google should just take Sega. over gaming. I... I would rather a company, if if Capcom did get bought out in some crazy way, I'd rather be a company that is not like primarily focused on one of the major three or just PC. I yeah. want Capcom to still make games for every system. I want Mega Man okay, on my so you're thinking, uh, So you're thinking like Apple and on iPhone because yes. they're not that PC focused. Exactly. You've done it. You've figured out what I said. You found the hidden meaning. It's, they're exclusive to Macs. You did it. Oh, man. I'm proud of you. <laughs> All those hardcore fighting game fans with the I was going to say, repairs. people that have Macs don't play video games, so whatever. <laughs> well, not yet, because You Apple know what? You're kind of right. Gotham. If there was, like, yeah. everything out on Mac, you're totally right. All I'm saying is, you, how crazy would it be you go to Apple.com and there's a big Street Fighter banner on it? Well, there is a Street Fighter game on iOS, so... Sure, but there's a lot of games on iOS. <laughs> but I'm saying exclusive. I'm saying exclusive. Like, anyway, that was just the best. Wesley part. writes in. Uh, he says, "Hey guys, uh, sorry, John. Guess I must have misheard the Dark Souls conversation during the last Fortune Cookie stream. That, anyway, if, Nint if Nintendo decided they're going to make another F Zero, do you guys think they're going to make some kind of story mode like they tried to do in F Zero GX? Fuck, I yeah, hope so. Probably." That was the uh, best part. I, I hope so. They've said in the past they don't know what to do with F Zero, so I mean, come up with a story really at this point. How do you not know what to do with F Zero? Make it go fast. Billion copies sold. <laughs> but they, yeah, they you want, guys have they seen Wipeout. Just it. do That's that. Nintendo's habit is like they need to do something new to the game to make it worthwhile, which nope. is why Mario Nintendo's Kart habit don't? is not having what to do you? something. No, 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 no. Hang on. It, it is do the same thing, but add something different to the twist. Unless it's the new series, and they can just do whatever the fuck they want over there. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't even agree with that. I think their habit is take that old game, slap like either new on it or like you no, no, on no, no, it, no. They add, and they say add it's something. a new game. They add at least a little something. Oh, you're right. Mario Kart Eight has hover cars. Mario Kart Seven had the hang gliders and the underwater carts. Those are like the smallest additions possible. There's still a. I'm not defending it. I'm just stating there are still some changes. I'm not saying Nintendo has the best design policy. Far from it. All I'm saying is Yoshi's New Island was awful. Yeah. And so was New <laughs> Super Mario Bros. U. I'll agree with you on New Island, but I mean, New New Brothers was all right. Nope. Nope. The first just one straight was right. up nope. No. <laughs> any game nintendo puts out with new in it except for that very first one is a bad game anyway max writes um uh, a bunch of nice things 
Um, and then he says, uh, what was your guys' favorite game or announcement at E3? And what would you have liked to have seen that wasn't there? I've been really curious about this uh, Shimigami Tensai crossed with Fire Emblem game they teased like two, maybe three years ago at this point. But that's not this E3. But they didn't show anything on it, which is what I'm saying. And it wasn't there. Oh, sorry, that's what you would have liked to have seen. Yeah, but it wasn't there. Okay, I, th- I thought that was I thought that no, was your favorite, no, favorite game. No, favorite, favorite game of this E3 well, I get announcement. Oof. I was going to say Evolve or Sunset Overdrive, but they were both already announced. Toad Tracker. <laughs> Magicka 2. Um, I don't know. What would I have liked to have seen that wasn't there? Now you hear about this new Smash Bros. More Quantum Break. You hear about this new Smash Bros. game? <laughs> Paul, anything you I haven't, saw I haven't you kept into? up with anything with E3. I have no idea what was announced, okay. but I'm going to say Half-Life 3 it has to go. come out. <laughs> I'm waiting. Yep. All right. Someday. I, I don't really fucking care, but, you know, internet <sighs> things. People care about that game. Well, man, you see you're really keeping Nathan's spot warm over there. <laughs> well, I I really don't care about the Half-Life 3, like, when is it going to come out, but I would like to s- someone to say something about it at some point, ever, officially. Thomas writes, um, what was the most annoying thing about E3 for you guys? Either E3 itself or how the media covers it, for example. Uh, having to wait hours in line to play one game for, like, five minutes. That is a first Not. world problem right there, my friend. That is a big first world problem. <laughs> We're talking about problems with E3. It's all first world problems. Well, I was going to say, to be fair, talking about video games is like the most first world of first world things. So yeah. whatever. But no, it, like it really sucks when there's a game you want to play or cover. And it's just like, all right, I guess I'll stand here and skip out on all these other games huh? for like four hours. I'm going to say the most annoying thing was uh, The Sims. Just in general. Yeah, that's my answer for everyday life. I agree. <laughs> live your life. Yeah, live every day like it's bullshit. Yeah, Sims live day. every day yeah. like it's The Sims. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. Um, number two. Uh, when I'm listening to your podcast in public, sometimes I smile or even chuckle to myself when you guys are being funny and thus look like a crazy person. Does this happen with podcasts you listen to? Slash, do you have any advice for this? Yeah, it does, and my advice is don't give a shit about it. Yep, one hundred percent. I'll often, I'll often do it, but sometimes it won't be at the like when I'm working out and I have some like really heavy weight above me, and then I start laughing. That's not the best time. Yeah, because you could like die or something. <laughs> that sounds pretty first world problem to me, Sean. Yeah, death by or podcast. I'll just be, or I'll be sitting there with like a bunch of weight, just like laughing to myself. And there's been times where I'm like, I probably look like the weirdest guy right now. I have no advice for it. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah, just don't give a shit. Yeah. If someone asks you about it while you're laughing, like, they said something, I'm listening to something funny. Yeah. Uh, P.S. John, are you ever going to do another four-person race like Battletoads? Probably. Just need to find the right people in the right game. And we've made a couple and since, last... anyways. So. Oh, you've made a couple, you said? Yeah, we've, we've, had, we've done a bunch since. I've, I've, uh, yeah, Mega Man X Race happened two years ago, last year. Last year. Okay. Last one from Henry. Do you think any Nintendo games can take a modern EDM, which is a uh, house, trance, dubstep, music, uh, influence, as opposed slash in addition to the live orchestra soundtrack they've been doing as of late? Oh, shit. There's a game that actually did something like this. 
For example, in Wind Waker, every time Link hits an enemy while the battle music is playing, a synth flourish plays rather than a string one. That sounds awesome. Kill, Killer Instinct kind of does something like that with the music when you pull off an ultra. Every hit is actually in time with the music and like builds up the song. But I, I, okay, I, see, that's cool. I can see fighting games doing this more than anything else, really. Sure. I was really excited for Chroma from... Uh, from Harmonix? From Harmonix, yeah, but it, before that thing seemed to have like died. They're revamping it, so it's it's gone back to development stages. Right, yeah. Um, but that just seemed cool, like, yeah, you know, multiplayer shooter, but like big drops. That would have been awesome. So I could see I would love that in more games. I can't think of an example, but yeah, I would be up for that. Sure. Yeah, people are saying like the the Electrodome in Mario Kart 8 also does that. Yeah, that was pretty good. There's more that I'm just trying to think that does what does that. I'm just surprised to see EDM uses the term. I assume that means electronic dance music. Yeah, that's a that's a real term. Yeah, I've never seen it referred to as EDM though. Oh, yeah, no, it has. Like EDC just happened. Electronic dance convention in uh Las Vegas. Oh, cool. All right. Games of the week. Shovel Knight. <laughs> Paul, you have to pick your favorite game that you played this week. Shovel Knight. There you go. Super Time Force is mine. There you go. Those are games of the week. That's going to be the show. See you guys next week when I will still not be home. <laughs> I'll still... Th- there might be a slightly different backdrop. I might be on the kitchen table. Oh, God. Please put up a green screen or something and, like, uh, I'm underwater or something I'm dumb. Not, please. I'm not going to buy a green screen <laughs> no, please. just for a sight gag no, for just a podcast. Listen, just, okay, please. Green screen right behind <laughs> you. Take a picture of your wall and then superimpose that picture of your house behind you so it looks like you never let please do it i thought your argument was gonna be simply like adding please like hang on hang on hang on please do it but to be fair i can't like google hangouts actually do that like can't you make yourself like i'm underwater yeah you can but i don't know if you can make it so john is behind his wall in his sister's house no, I can't do that one. No, oh. that would be funny though. It'd be great. Maybe I might look into that. <laughs> the other laptop is there, so I could just technically like take a picture, transfer it over. You should look into that, because you know you have nothing right, else that's to be do. Enough for today. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for watching. Bye. Later, guys. <laughs>